Welcome back, Unleash Leader. I am your mindset coach, Sarah Hunter, and I am so freaking excited because today I am being joined by the incredible Rachel Alice. I have been in her mastermind for well over a year now. So she was an obvious first choice for one of my guests. I absolutely love what she teaches about, what she shares. Obviously, that's why I'm in her masterminds. So Rachel, I would love for you to introduce yourself and tell the world who you are, what you do. Thank you so much for having me as one of your first guests, Sarah. And just to let everybody else know, you're also in my team. Sarah is my um, resident mindset coach in my other masterminds. And, um, you know, she was first pick of a mastermind expert to work alongside me and help my clients. So I just want to make sure that you just share that as well. (laughs) So anyway, my name is Rachel Ellis. I'm an intuitive psychic, um, business strategy and energetics mentor. And I help coaches and healers um, use strategy and energetics to step into six figures and multiple six figures businesses and create, yeah, just businesses that they love and adore and they get abundantly compensated for so. Mm. You know what? And what I love about what you teach, and I want to just dive in straight away, is that, you know, one of the main reasons I came to you, and I think why so many of your clients do, is that, like, you teach about building, like, a six-figure, multiple six-figure brand, like, you know, without 10,000 followers, without thousands of story views, without all of these things. So, you know, it's 2023 now. What, in your opinion, does it take to build that six-figure brand? Okay, so I'm going to go straight to the core here. It's smashing the basics. I Mm. find this a lot in this industry, and I was one of these people too. You come into this industry and you're bombarded by messages on how to grow and how to create these, you know, dream businesses. And I was massively into the shortcut zone. I was Mm. so short-termist. I was like, what will get me there the quickest? I want to quantum leap. I want to do all that shit. How do I? Qu- so I'm there signing up to every quantum code. program, <laughs> And this is not dissing those who teach quantum leaping. I love it. Right. But what what happened was I was missing out on the core foundational pieces of really great content, really great messaging, how to actually sell, how to show up consistently to do this work. Um, I was missing masculine structures when I was trying to find the quick and easy fixes, the shiny object syndrome. So Mm. one thing with my business is I had to really go back to basics. And it's not just you know, and, and I have to be so totally honest here. And I see it all the time when I'm scrolling on Instagram, I, I sometimes don't think people know what great content is. I sometimes don't, people don't know what amazing messaging is. Mm. And it's elevation now that you're really, and once you've nailed this, it doesn't matter if you have a hundred followers. It doesn't matter if you have 200 followers, you're going to convert, you're going to, you're going to call in those clients. Uh, and this is what I've seen happen with my clients as well. There's not many, I don't have that many clients who are beyond um, 10,000 followers on the gram, maybe a couple. And that's actually because they've grown that and did that with the mm. energetic content stuff that I channeled through. Um, but equally, you know, I have clients who have 1000 followers and, you know, I had a client do 60,000 in 60 days. Wow. GBP. Yeah. Um, and that was with a, 
1,000 people on their their Instagram. So it it really is nailing the basics and stop this shiny object syndrome and buckle yeah. that down. Spend two, this is what I spend mastering. I'm always, okay, how can I go? Because the online space is evolving all the time. You mm. know, remember 2014, Sarah Wake could post a picture of a coffee cup with a foam heart. And you, you probably saw that your program. <laughs> <laughs> Those were the days. <laughs> Those were the days. It isn't that anymore. We have to, you know, the Instagram algorithm's really proven that we can't rely on one platform either. We've got yeah. to go out there. We've got to get visible. We've got to go and reach out to podcasts. We've got to go on summits. We've got to go and land into guest trainings. And, you know, and something that I, what you know, was crazy for you and your journey in particular was how people were coming to you to say, and you didn't even have to really activate this and people mm-hmm. come to you, can you be the expert mindset coach in our, our masterminds, please, or our programs, yeah. membership. Um, and that's because you positioned yourself as well with the content as an authority, as a leader. And if mm-hmm. I don't know about you guys, but if any of you want, like see Sarah's content, it just gets like every time there's just such a little <laughs> truth bomb and activation <laughs> or like, Oh, like, you know, you, you know, I know Sarah is my own client, but I'm like, she's talking to me most of the time. <laughs> <laughs> but like, I should always put like, hashtag, sorry, not sorry. Like, sometimes you need to hear the truth bombs. <laughs> yeah, sometimes the occasional well-peppered in truth bomb has so much power, um, you know. I love what you said then about not only nailing the basics, but that it's so important to get like it's not about having 10,000 followers, you know, nailing those basics, that strategy. And you mentioned their energetic content. Like, obviously I know what this is, but what do you think is the difference between, you know, posting that photo of your breakfast or like that wishy-washy forcing yourself to put content out because you've got to tick that box and someone told you once you need to post five times a week, blah, blah, blah. Like, what do you think is the difference between that and the energetic content that you teach. Yeah, so I was, I was gonna extend on to, with nailing the basics, you're gonna build this really hot audience who kind of love what you do, wait for your mm-hmm. offers to pop. And the biggest cornerstone piece of that is content. So I'll give you the, the history of energetic content. I was just like really playing around with, with content and it, quite a few people reached out to me and said, what is it about your content? What are you doing? Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. I was actually working with my own mentor at the time and we were talking about it and I was explaining my process and we both landed with like energetic content. And I was like, gosh, yes, I've just realized, right. That's what I'm doing. Mm-hmm. So I, I went to, I, and said, right, can you get this out there? Can you wrap this up? Can you share with people how you do this? So I said, I'm get, I had this urge to just sit and channel it through. Mm-hmm. So I sat down, got a paper and it just, flowed through the whole system the whole setup how you create it and the strategy and, it, and I even saw it as in my psychic vision which pieces of content tend to have the like you, you can almost see flames you know the emoji flames uh, yeah energetic potency so what I feel is a difference with energetic content compared to you know you kind of very almost template driven content mm. like content here are 10 pieces of content that you can create this week from these journal prompts yeah it's part of your kind of very raw inspiration it's intuitively led it's your walking Mm -hmm. day so with energetic content not much of it is scheduled even you can schedule a little bit but it's almost like 
the conversation that you just had with the client on a call it's so yes. raw it's so energetically potent I can see a thermometer going up in my like mind's eye now that it's like get it out there quick because it's just mm. got such energy behind it when I scroll through Instagram I can feel the energy behind somebody's content agreed I because I'm in like site but I, I spoke to many other people and they're like yeah I like you just said I agree mm. uh, well, we're all intuitive so um and it, it's just something about it being from you embodied it's like your unique coded content and mm. it just differently it just lands differently and I'll be mm. so truthful with you Sarah and I even said this to all you guys when I was teaching you this um and I, I said I haven't really I, like I, I was I was channeling it through and I was teaching you guys and you're running with it and I know um one of our mastermind sisters uh, went and hit 50,000 across oh done two- so well incredibly yeah, yeah. And she was like, it's energetic content. She, she, she nailed it more than I did, you know, <laughs> and I had to, and I, I was honest with us, I hope we shared that. And it was, um, I can, sorry, I got brushing behind me. <laughs> can you <laughs> crack on? All the brushing behind us, guys, sweeping up. Um, I can hear, sometimes on podcasts, you can't hear what, what's coming through. Yeah, what, your own noise, it seems so loud, but it just doesn't come through. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Normal every day. Uh, <laughs> so, you know, it was, it, I've really started to embody for probably the past few months myself. Mm. Uh, and I've just seen the difference. Um, kind of what else is in it? Storytelling, like it's your story how you went or how a client went from X to X or how you went from X to X or going to the shop or, or, or and having an experience. And what did going to the shop teach me today about business, right? I'm going to burp. This guy's is my channeling. I burp when I channel through. It's my cue. <laughs> so ignore me as I do this. You might not hear it. Sorry. <laughs> so <laughs> so ha- let me go back to your question because I feel like I'm going in about 500 directions. Hashtag I love it. Oh, I love it. <laughs> um, it's just, it's just for, it's not a template. See what fits. It's mm. just fire within you. That's expressed and put, and put out there in, in your content. Yeah. And you know what? I see this so much from the content you put out, the, the entrepreneur that you're talking about is in the mastermind, the difference that that has made. And something that I want to note as well, that like the people who are, in your masterminds obviously I'm in there myself so I know who they are what they're doing like some of their business like you are able to call in such badass coaches healers entrepreneurs like they are maybe already doing well when they come to you and then it they just explode or maybe something you know that happens within your masterminds that they go from like zero to being very well compensated, having huge income wins, but also all of the other things behind the scenes that that brings them, you know, the the freedom and all of those, that goodness. But what do you think it is? You know, you talked then about energetic content, but what do you think it is about your strategy that like your magic that brings consistently in those people? You know, I, I just did a piece of content about this like you know the feeling of like getting a bad apple you know we had this conversation in the mastermind of like having that one bad client and then maybe putting up boundaries putting up protection not wanting to call them in again so 
what do you think is your strategy, your mindset of like being able to call in consistently these like badass women? Yeah, I don't know. Well, see, it's interesting <laughs> because I had, a, I had a psychic reading um, a, a long time ago and somebody said to me, and this is like a little bit embarrassing, but I'm going to share it. I'm true for it. I'll go <laughs> Um, they said like you attract like you're the Simon Cowell of like top like coaches and healers and you just attract very very um you know amazing incredible people into your world so um how can I say I don't know I really I just Mm. I'm like sometimes I'm just like whoa myself yeah I'm like where I just see I I, it's probably because I see the magic within them especially being intuitive um maybe that has some energetic magnetism like I see people's magic and that's one of my gifts is I see the magic to pull that out of them quite quickly so Mm. they go because if you look at one of my clients um and I don't know if she'll mind us sharing this because she's so open like this like Leanne for example she's an incredible trans channeler like Abraham Hicks level Mm. incredible Uh, yeah crazy and she actually didn't come to me she came to me November 2021 and Mm -hmm. she never mentioned anything about channeling she never said anything she was in this new program that I created at the time which is more for those who just started to launch the business and I was and I said she goes oh I can channel and I was like and just something just lit up inside me and I'll never say this normally to anybody and I said to her can you please just channel for me in the Facebook group can you just do it for me? And she did it. And I was mind blown. I've never seen such an eloquent trans channeler as I had her. And I don't think she knew how short, powerful she was. Mm. She had lots of about her, which is incredible, like her nursing career, her healing, her yoga experience and, and everything. But this was it. And then mm. it just, she said after that time, they then came in so strong afterwards. Like they weren't that strong until she did that moment. And now her whole business blew up. She went from launching to being into the mastermind where, you know, she went through three levels of masterminds with me. Well, three total within one year Mm. because she really stepped into that gift and she really stepped into owning that magic. So I feel a lot of the time it's just, I kind of like, so for example, you know, what I saw in you, I was like, okay, not only are you very, well versed or like mindset coach you're very experienced and you you know things very well but you're intuitive like we can all see that like you mm-hmm. have sniff somebody's blocks before they probably hopped on the call with you yeah and, you know that was you owning that as well for yourself right and probably that is you know and and I've had clients come in and uh one the client we're particularly talking about with the the 50 thousand audience now I I knew like before she came on the call I was like I know what niche she needs to go into she's brilliant she'll be amazing at this yeah so you kind of collapse time for a little few by just giving them this is I see I, I hold a mirror to their amazingness and I think that that's what I'm pretty good at and that's what they then lean into it as much as they can and just that that causes a momentum yeah absolutely and I think as well you know like I guess this is where that, you know, the, the strategy is so, so important. But if you can't see your magic, if you can't see your gifts, you know, what do you think it is about people who I see that maybe more when they're earlier on in their journey, but wherever they are of like, where do you think 
it comes from of like hiding or, or not owning our pure magic, our pure potential, because I'm sure there's so many people out there who are sabotaging themselves at the moment, like you said with Leanne, like not really claiming it, not really owning it. What, what do you think is the difference? I think it's just that sometimes you don't see it within yourself. And I think it's somebody pointing it out, you have like a hard moment. And I think a lot, some, so I think it's within yourself, you don't see your own magic because it's so accustomed to you. You're so used yeah. to it, it's normalized. And you, don't th- and you don't see that actually, this is something that not everyone else can do. Or this is something that I'm not leaning into enough, which people call call my own. And you can, you know, you don't need my intuitive guidance for this, you know, yourself. Just go and ask your friends, go and ask your partner, go and ask your loved ones what it is that makes you so magical. Ask your clients that you've already had. And like yeah. my clients, one of my clients says, and he said, oh, well, you're really good. You're good at like, you know, great at seeing our, what we're, our gifts and our true potential, but also pulling the divine masculine out of us as well, you know? Yeah. So I'm giving strategy puzzles, but um, back to the question as well. The second part thread to this is just fear of judgment. Mm, absolutely. Especially, especially if some of this is spiritual, especially if this is some of this is, you know, um, kind of not really told parents about it or parents of judgment or friends. And like, you know, for me, I, I really, it took me a while to come like and speak to my friends about it now. And I'm so different to what I was, right? Like when mm. I get in a test today and somebody asks what I do, I look them straight in the eye and go, I'm a psychic business coach. And they're like, whoa. And I'm like, yeah, but all over the world. Before I used to look down and go, yeah, just a business coach, right? Mm. And there's a level and like my friends now, I just used to hide what I did. They're blocked on my yeah. Instagram. And then I've literally went back at Christmas and I just was so oh not Christmas was it Christmas yeah it was Christmas and I was so <laughs> and because I was so open about it and I just owned it they even saw the magic there was like I did I helped I you know communicated and connected and they saw it flow through themselves some are still mm. skeptical but that's their journey and this is mine right yeah they're the two threads basically they don't recognize it within themselves or they're fearful of what they will do when it comes out or even you know will they keep it or will it stay or or even what what, how will other people perceive it not just family and friends Mm. the internet right so with Leanne one of the things she was really good at doing was she's very courageous yeah She, she didn't give a fuck she would go out there and just be on the internet in front of everybody and just do what she needed to do. Just to own it. She owned it. Yeah. So do you think that's, you know, when you're thinking of people who are maybe earlier in their journey, and what I mean by that is like they their income is like dipping up, dipping up, but dipping down, and like maybe they're having an income win. And then do you think that's the piece of like, I guess this is where mindset and strategy go hand in hand of like, maybe you, the the fear of judgment comes up and then that's when you go into hiding or something happens and then you self-sabotage. Like, what do you think are those pieces between someone who is, you know, at the earlier stage of their journey or maybe not making consistent income to being able to have those consistent multiple five-figure months, like having a six-figure business? So one of the biggest things and like you're you're the the person to go to for this is I can give somebody a seven figure strategy 
But if they're not behind it and they consistently don't apply it, they're not going to yeah. make the money to make. Hence mm. why I hired you to come into my programs to help mm. people. Because, you know, they don't, you don't have to go into next level hypnotherapy and all these different aspects. You can literally shift somebody, and this is the power of you, by just a conversation. And how many of the girls come away from the calls going, Sarah, just the conversation broke, helped me to break through as it was, right? Yeah. So when it comes to the, the, the new, if you really, well, all the time, I believe this and I was even tempted to really stress like stress this is make sure you've got like a mindset coach support throughout this whole yeah. journey absolutely mm-hmm. even more than I'm gonna men's even more than your strategy because mm-hmm. you know lots of things can come into place you just even new level new devil even for the new guys they're gonna have things come up and even at my level you have more things come up again and again and again um, and the energetics as well, like, and it, you, you know, we're all living in an energetic field. What what we're trapped, you know, what we um, what our patterns are are reflected back to us. And I've got a brilliant story around this with my health. Um, but you know, one one minute I'm asking for consistent income months at a new level, and then I've told myself I'm going to be consistent on the Peloton bike, and I'm not consistent. Look, what, what's the the energy is going to seep through the business, right? You can't compartmentalize energy. Um, yeah. Why am I not consistent on the Peloton bike? And that means me to go diving deeper. Because sometimes, you know, I go to myself, right, I'm going to solve this energetic pattern, but I'm still, I'm holding myself still back from solving it because something deeper in the mind is going on with it as well. So going back to your question, which I think I forgot, um, you, you've, you've got to do the inner work. Yeah. And I think that that's, that's the, the missing piece for so many people that they, can have the strategy, but your your strategy is only going to work. Like it's only going to work for you when your your mindset is on point, when your energetics, when you're you have that regulated nervous system. Like you can you can work with someone who can give you the best strategy, but if you're not a hundred percent on board with that, like it's it. I don't want to say it's pointless, but like it really the strategy is the magic once you're on board with it, right? Like that's what can help you like what your clients like, you know, when they go from like zero to 10 K months, when they have 60 K in 60 days, like it's because, you know, that they're in that really great place. And then your strategy comes in and then it's like a whoomph, you know, that like that ignition, I guess that flame of like, okay, everything else is all there's missing pieces of the puzzle. And then I think this is where like the strategy can come in with its magic because of all those other things. Yeah. And, you know, there's so much self-sabotage that goes on during launching. Like, look at the launch program that you're about to launch. Like, Mm. uh, you know, I said this to you the first day I met you on a call. I was like, you're going to help people. (laughs) You're ahead of my times, guys. And it's it's not until a couple of years in, every drops (laughs) for the club, right? But I saw Sarah being like a launch doctor. This was coming through Mm. strong. Even getting a little chills now. Sarah was this launch doctor because so many people self-sabotage when they launch. Yeah. I've got we see it all the time in our masterminds together. We always know when we're doing it. Even I'm <laughs> doing you know, it's like, um, oh, dude, nobody's taught, nobody's like invested after the first time I've ever spoke about my program. So I'm gonna hide. I'm a failure. Yeah. And it's like, <laughs> gosh, there's so many reasons why no one's invested the first time you you, you put out uh, your post. Let's keep mm-hmm. going. It's more to selling yeah. this, but that's let's just talk about this concept of 
the launch scaries what how like how mm. many of my clients and this is me and you having such an open transparent conversation because we can go there because we've been doing this work together for so long how yeah. many of them most traumatized after the launch because they've mm. so much has come up for them um yeah. launch and the energy to hold a launch as well so obviously my job is to look at strategies to reduce this launch holding energy of you know where it can really be intensified and I my job is to come up with the best strategies and you be that cheerleader mm. but this deeper work that needs to take place yeah and so this program that you have you know is one of a kind I don't know many people who are doing this and mm. it's a real market where it's like we're gonna have to launch even if you went evergreen which I do yeah. I launch I still have to launch smaller programs to funnel into the master I'm still launching I still have to bring mm. launches into my business. I still had to launch the Evergreen twice to get it to Evergreen. And, you know, launches, they are, they can, yeah, the nervous system, the mind, the beliefs, the self-sabotage, the fears, it comes up during launches. And I haven't seen somebody come out with something that is right. Okay, as a mindset expert, I know exactly what will go on during a launch for you. And I'm here yeah. to with the shifts to take place so you can step into a more easeful launch where you actually go and implement the strategy you're actually then going to you're actually then going to hit the launch goals that you actually want because you haven't Mm. (laughs) self-sabotaged or done this (laughs) way somebody who's been there done that I'm not speaking from an elevator like I've never had the launch scare oh my gosh yes so this is like when Sarah and I, you know, when you came up with this pro- program and what you're going to launch, you know, I don't know if it's a few weeks from this podcast or what what it, what it is, I should know, but I can't remember. <laughs> I haven't decided yet, so it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> but it's, um, this, this is the work, this is needed. So, you know, you might be hunting around for a launch strategist to help you with your next level launch, but you need to prepare yourself. You need to get launch ready yourself within. Mm. And, you know, this is the conversation we literally were having yesterday on the mastermind of like yesterday or the day before of like, you know, you can't fully execute your launch plan if those launch scaries are coming up. If you're if you're, you know, hiding halfway through your launch because you're scared of the fear of judgment, if you're not sleeping, if, you know, those that old experience from a past launch has come up to like bite you in the ass. And now you're remembering that misaligned client like you're only going to be able to do the masterclass, hold the challenge, do the Instagram lives, like your actual launch strategy, if all of those things aren't sabotaging you, you know? And I think that so many, well, I think like every single entrepreneur has launched at some point, as you said, even if they're evergreen, that, and it just, it, you know, it's, it's the fact that it, it really does impact everybody, you know? And so I don't know anyone, I don't know anyone that loves launching you know family get impacted you know partners take it um your coach takes it um you know and it as well it, it was um something that came up I wanted to share is we had a really good conversation of a day where business like I'm a business coach I should definitely hit my launch goals you yeah. know I'm a, I'm a manifestation coach I should be manifesting the launch mm. sure those but not and everybody experiences pressure but it was a really enlightening conversation where we had a manifestation yeah. and a business coach sharing those deep insights on our call the other day, right? Mm, yeah, absolutely. And I think, you know, it's that pressure that we put on ourselves of like this level of expectation of being like, 
because I have this label, therefore, the only way to, to prove that I'm good enough to have this label is to therefore hit this milestone. And without that, like, it's a complete failure, which obviously it's absolutely not. But this is the rhetoric that so many of us have. Exactly. And one of the big things this is strategic that I've done on my end is I've tried to create what's more of a flurry launch model. Mm. Uh, think, you know, because I try and really encourage like a pre-sale period for some time so you can get people in and you, you kind of nervous systems a bit more regulated because I've got people in mm. already. Like I feel a bit better yeah. now. But still, you know, the the launch model and it's still opportunities to crop up. And I've even had it the, myself the past week or so. And I've been doing this how many times I've launched now? And it's just the same, you know, the same <laughs> thing. You're just like, I haven't spoke, haven't talked about my offer. And those that are winning, those that are doing well, are those that commit to the strategy and implement it throughout, right? And obviously there's, yeah. there's rest and play within that strategy. You know, we're not all slap, you know, smack the whip. What is it? Smack <laughs> the whip, you know, but, and, you know, but um, it's, it, it's so true. And, your best entrepreneurs, you know, your top multiple eight figure and beyond entrepreneurs still have the same shit. Mm. Um, And I think that that's something that, you know, I've been learning working with multiple six, seven figure entrepreneurs as my clients, realizing that actually, if you don't sort your shit out, basically, as a newbie, it's just going to keep coming up time and time again. Like we are human, like there's always going to be levels, like as you said, new level, new devil, like there's layers, it's a journey, you can never be like, I'm doing big air quotes for anyone listening on the the podcast and not watching it, like you're never going to be healed. But also like there are definitely things that you can be doing so that you're not constantly like year after year thinking like it's the same shit that's just constantly coming up like it it doesn't need to be that way that constant thing of like worrying no one's gonna buy like yes it's completely normal and completely human but if it's still carrying on like five years later <laughs> maybe it's time to invest yeah, in mindset I think, he's there. I think we need some sessions on for me <laughs> <laughs> I'm getting all the f out here, but you know, <laughs> so right. And um, this is this is this is a self awareness piece that people mm. have to. Have. Also, you know, also people start getting into scarcity. I've just hired a strategist coach. Now I'm going to have to go get a mat, you know, and all this and that. And then people, you know, we start to think, ah, I've, you know, I'm going to need all this support um, in the business, but mm. it'll last you for years and beyond. Um, yeah. You know, you keep you can repeat the mo- the model again, and you've got already in place a different mindset, and you're coming from a different set of new beliefs, and it's gonna each launch is gonna get better and better, and it's gonna you're gonna enjoy it, and that's what your program is all about is allowing people to actually really enjoy it. Um, yeah. and- it gets to be fun, guys. Like you actually get to enjoy your launch. It doesn't have to be a nightmare. <laughs> you know, you don't have to have the launch dreadies and keep putting off the date. Um, exactly so what do you think then you said about you know showing up consistently that kind of thing like what do you see because we had such a great conversation the other day we um so I'm living in Singapore guys if you don't know Rachel at the moment is in Thailand I was actually on holiday in Thailand at the same time so we decided to to meet up for a lunch very bougie business day thank you very much and we had a really great conversation all around entitlement 
And mm-hmm. I think that there's such a fine line between, you know, having confidence, having pure self-belief and knowing that things are possible for you. And obviously all of those things are amazing and, and things that I really help my clients with. But I think on the other side of that, you know, on the the darker side, if you will, is this like entitled energy of I get to post once and I will have so many people sign up or I get to put out one email and I will have a 10K month. Like, and I think that I don't want to blame the industry, but partly is that because maybe things were a bit like that a few years ago. You know, some people have done very well, they but they've built that trust. They've built those communities. So you know, when you are thinking along those lines of like people, and I will, I put out my hands so many times of like, I've been that person of like, I'll post once. I know how good I am. Everyone else should also know how good I am. Where are all my signups? But what do you see people not doing when they're launching an offer? Like, what are the, the main things that you see people like, you know, when you talk about that, you're able to consistently sell offers, what are people not doing? Like how, how can they be having a a more flowy launch? Yeah, of course. And before I begin with that, can I talk about my most entitled energy ever? And it was last year. And, you know, my, my sales mentor called me out on this the other week. She's like, you know, get over this entitlement. (laughs) Like, I'm like my sales coach is about to hit like really high income level this year and she's like like she just said to me I had like a few people sign up for this micromind do you think I get like come on like get over yourself like we need to get over ourselves like yeah. everybody's always 10 times a day like we are and mm. then listen to everything but it, that aside I, I had the best little entitled moment I need to write a post on this where I used to do these paid workshops the paid masterclasses and it was back in Jan 2021 and I pivoted in about November and I had 60 people sign up to a $47 masterclass and for somebody who's oh, newly pivoted that was shit hot yeah. at the time I had my journey to the likes of somebody who was at eight figures and having hundreds so anyway I did it again I repeated the strategy the strategy was brilliant beautiful working lots of evidence I did the strategy again Sarah and I had 10 less tickets sold so there's me crying on the phone to my coach at time. So I was projecting shit onto my love. I was not that. <laughs> I validated it now. <laughs> and um, I was crying. And I didn't end up launching the program that I normally launch from that funnel. Mm. Who was to say that not? I wasn't going to have even a bigger sign-up rate? Who's to say it depends yeah. on the participants? People have had mass classes with 10 people and they've completely sold all 10 spaces. Yeah, like, completely converted. Hello, little Miss Entitled. You know what I mean? Hello. And I ended up ditching that strategy and never bought, like, bought it back until recently mm. when I had a little bit more of a drop moment of that worked really well for me and my energy. And I ditched it because I sold 10 less tickets the next time I did it. Mm. You know, I, I, I had that moment. But to go back to what I see with launches and where I fall down with it as well is, yeah, people just hide. They don't sell enough. They think yeah. I've sold enough, I'm going to annoy my audience. Uh, mm-hmm. But people go through stories at 10 miles an hour. People can find you the same day and invest in you. How many times that happened? And like, I mean, that's exactly how I found you. I found you and then I think I signed up 
within a couple of days and I've been working with you for a year now so you know it happens with one of our like two days before with another one of our mastermind sisters Mm -hmm. and it it shows you that your web your Instagram's a web page right but make it easy to bridge bridge the gap and be sharing what your offer is be be talking about it and I think that is the main thing is just the the lack of strategy execution because they might feel certain ways about I'm annoying my audience I'm being too much people are bored of this offer literally mm. people are just going off to speak to them they're basically inputting the finances in to see if they can invest in it mm. you have to really get like get over yourself do this mindset work as we just been discussing and implement the strategy each day and keep talking yeah. about like that is the only thing like just keep talking about it and every time I've had a client who's had their best most successful launch or income month they probably and they probably say this to me I kept talking about my offer yeah and you know that's exactly you know the conversations that we've been having of when I had that that incredible month it was because I probably annoyed the shit out of people like talking about it multiple times every day for the entire launch and I think that this is as you said it, it's just that allowing it to compound like you may not get that instant validation and gratification of having someone sign up straight away maybe you will congrats but like trusting the strategy like is working for you and from a strategic perspective allow the launch to be a bit longer I notice Mm. people two short timelines now maybe we could have done that before but I feel the space has shifted and I feel people are expecting we've also got to train our audience to know mm. how to when we're buying. Sometimes we can shock the audience, right? And yeah. if we're not selling time, we can shock them a little bit as well. And I know some businesses thrive off like two launches a year and like, you know, manifestation big, for example, but not every business is built like that. And these businesses who are surpassed um, you know, manifestation babe and everything who sell sell every day, like the the stories are like a catalogue. Yeah. Of their offer. Right. And I, I love the approach of, you know, sharing more about me, my per, you know, personal values. And I, I like the balance. Right. But um, but the she you know, but when I this is another thing, like we look at, say, for example, Manifestation Babe, uh, Catherine Zenkina, who's incredible. I love her. And she I remember following her from the start. And now she looks if you went online and I'm, I'm going to become a manifestation coach. All I have to do is post three times a week. Um, yeah. You know, even have to do I don't have to do all this selling like she does she when I used to follow her in the early days she was going live every single day mm. I would catch her live every single day and I can't even do a fucking live every single day and I'm like two times a week is good enough for me you know what I mean so she put in the foundations and masculine structure she compounded and she said and I remember her saying once like as soon as I did my morning like, like it was morning for me I used to tune in when I was doing my makeup and the morning in Bangkok and I don't know how this she was incredible she never would release her manifestation process at all in every morning conversation she'd be talking around it she never shared the process behind it <laughs> so <laughs> process, I need to join her program she was genius but um people don't see that and whenever yeah. I, when I tuned, I remember I was on a call and I was tuning into, and I'm not usually clairvoyant. My main things are clairaudience listening, clairsentience feeling, and then obviously the channeling with the, the movement through. And I saw clairvoyantly, spirit was showing me an image of a campfire and people on the campfire rubbing, I don't know if you had it like scouts or brownies. This is so UK right now. We're like talking about this. <laughs> I would not go to any of that. 
I never you... went I went to, to rainbows the one where you're like five and I went to the first one and cried my eyes out so I was like I'm never going back <laughs> but I can still imagine the the you know the I think I was like some cups I was like fuck that shit mom you're never sending me again and you know <laughs> let's let's re reschedule you know do do something different do something else <laughs> <laughs> well so what they showed me was um, um, a figure rubbing sticks together and obviously you can rub sticks together to create a fr- friction and create a fire I had to go google it because I haven't been in these clubs myself so I had to kind of see if this was true and what they showed me was this rubbing this rubbing of these two sticks together and all of a sudden once that creates a smoke it, it, the flame just ignites it doesn't doesn't flicker it goes like it blows mm-hmm. or it goes big and they said that was like these perceived quantum leaps, so to speak, that we see online. It's just the compounding, the rubbing of the sticks can profusely yeah. is it the uh, akin to us doing the consistent daily action of the bang for your book marketing activities every single day. Mm. That is yeah. it. And then all of a sudden it compounds and compounds and compounds. And all yeah. of a sudden you're like, shit, why am I sitting on this huge influx of clients? Mm. interests or opportunities yeah and I think that's the thing of like as you said in the beginning like I, I love my feminine business coaches the the people who are selling like the the quantum leaps and, and everything obviously but and I think this is where so many people they're at the earlier stages they're kind of sold that dream of posting once a week not having, you know, selling once a month and then suddenly you're going to have multiple five-figure months and you're going to have a thriving business. But, you know, you, you can get to that point, but it takes the the rubbing of the sticks, the compound effect, the consistently showing up and, and doing the work, you know, not the hustle. But I think so many people, and I guess a little bit coming back to that almost entitlement energy, but like, I think so many people like it's still a business. Like you still need to be showing up and doing the things. You don't see people like Pepsi or Chanel being like, oh, I'm done now. I've done enough marketing. No, they're still talking about their offers. They're still talking about their handbags and their whatever, you know? Why is the coaching world so different? I always do this, you know, me and you have a laugh about this. When we go and start to relate our business with another business, you always laugh at yourself, you know, test Oh, we sold enough today. You did a great post. We sold enough today, Tesco. Let's close down. We no one needs any more. <laughs> biscuits in the background because no one wants to see those biscuits anymore. Uh, people follow you because they know they're going to be sold to, right? And people value your office. Are you solving problems or you're fulfilling a desire for somebody. You're mm. doing keep talking about stuff keep going out there and this is the thing though especially and I was I was subject to this newbie coming in you get shown so many different messaging and probably you know the the divine feminine stuff they are supported by divine masculine structures yeah you know it's where I can go off and you can go off and enjoy all this divine feminine beautiful teachings and to be honest I don't see it as separate like I'm always in divine feminine divine masculine my intuition divine feminine sparks new offer divine masculine goes and puts it out there I'm like co-working with them every day anyway right but still to support the feminine we need those structures and buildings in place um Mm -hmm. I remember once somebody like sent me a video of this woman and she just goes guys I was just upstairs pleasure myself and I got a sale 
And she was like, look, it gets to be this easy. And I was like, we've got it. We're not. And I looked and I was like, well, she's got a sales system. So somebody can go and yeah. buy that uh, messaging for the link. She's already got the links. She's got the program set up, you know, all mm-hmm. the on. Of course she can. She's got divine masculine structures to support yeah. her. She so has the funnel the- for people to come in, to get warmed up, to, to do all of the things. Yeah. And this is where like you see Manifestation Babe having the time of her life. She's got a team. She's got, um, you know, she's able to lean back. She's built it up mm. for years. And we don't see that. We go and copy. This is a danger of copying everybody else's strategies when we don't know the underlayer. We don't know the mindset work that they've done. We don't know. Yeah. And she's heavy on mindset coaching. I know that for sure. Mm. That's all she committed herself to. And probably why she actually quantum leaped. Mm. And, you know, I think that that's so much of, an issue with people of of copying the strategies, thinking that they're just watching you on Instagram, or maybe they've been to one of your masterclasses, believing that they have all of, you know, that they can copy your strategy. And even if they do, even if I was to use your strategy or you were to use mine, it probably wouldn't work because it's coded to you. And it's, as you said, it's your belief. Like if you believe that your strategy will work for you, you're going to allow it to work for you. If if you're like, well, that strategy sucks. Like I can't imagine ever doing X, Y, and Z and anyone ever signing up because of that. It's not going to work. Like you need to be a hundred percent on board behind the strategy that does work for you, you know, trust that it does. You know, I I create training curriculum libraries in my programs and they're huge and inexpensive and everybody just has, you know, there's no one person in my group that has the same strategy, really. There's very, it's, everybody is very different. Yeah. Uh, they thinking like, you know, we have one, one sis, like mastermind sister who loves Facebook ads work like a treat for her. Mm-hmm. And she loves it. She's got the believability behind it, but would I suggest it to another client? Maybe not. Mm. Right. So it, everybody's going to be different, but it's what they believe in. But she, she's had success with it before. She'll go and apply it again because she's also, she had, you know, it's worked so well. And it, like with you setting up this podcast, you said to me, what's the last thing? It's, and I was like, you know, it, I obviously intuitively felt it's going to be huge because just being in your magic and hearing you for such a while is massively transformational in itself. But um, I was like, just as long as you believe in it, it's going to work. It's going to work. And mm-hmm. I remember when I, my old podcast the quarter life funk I was so naive guys I set it up the same day I started my Instagram account with zero followers like who does that and it blew up and yeah. it was I remember the spike on the I was like what's going on and I kept doing it every single day I didn't give up because I knew I, I had this believability that this was going to be huge and because nobody mm. ever should I was not and it was interesting because I've been shown so many successful podcasts in front of me and didn't see anybody who failed in it it was like a given. Mm. And that's the not- thing, right? Like of having people not to compare yourself with, but I talk about this all the time of like looking to people for inspiration, like your subconscious, the more that you show it proof that it's possible that, you know, you can set up a podcast and it will go boom straight away. The more that you can see that people are doing Facebook ads and it's working, the more that you can show yourself proof that it's working for other people the more that your subconscious is going to be like hey this gets to work for you too let's filter in more information like let's bring this into your world yes I love that and I think that's it and you know sometimes like we can argue that 
the new new people do do incredible if they're a little bit naive to the world right <laughs> absolutely yeah oh I think naivety is sometimes so brilliant because you're like of course of course 10 people yeah, are gonna I- sign up I'll go, I'll, I'll go and just launch this program and sell out, of course. And the, the, oh, well, I've done it. And it's like, oh, you, that night, you know what I mean? It's like, you, yeah, <laughs> I've had that still as somebody who's, you know, I, I need that naivety back a little bit at mm-hmm. times, not being too exposed to the industry. <laughs> <laughs> so as we wrap up, I'd love to ask you one last question. And that question is, what is one question that people should be asking you? And what is the answer to that question? What is something that people don't ever ask you on podcasts or something that if they were a newbie coach or someone who was at six figures and wanted to be at multiple six figures, like what's what's one question that you would love to answer for people? Wow. Gosh, you put me off guard Big here. one. <laughs> Let me just tune in. You know what? I don't think anybody ever just says like, what do you think? What do you think is the key thing? I don't think I've ever been asked that on a podcast. I've always had my story. I've always gone into a lot of the strategy and energetics pieces. Mm-hmm. I've never been asked like, what is the, what is the one thing that will get me there? What is that one thing that will get me to that level of success? Um, no. Or what is the one thing, if you could say to me, like, what do I need to work on? What do I need to watch out for? Or what you know and the the one thing that I will say and share is there's no there's nobody you know this business can be wildly successful there's only one thing that's only ever getting getting your way and that is you Mm. and work on getting your own way whatever that takes whether you know that that's investing in support whether that's doing daily committed work on it whether that's just the radical self-awareness that you're doing it and you will go far because all strategies work, all the business will work. It's just you that will lead it to not working. And if you can take that radical self-responsibility, get a little bit of off your side, uh, self, like you're entitled, little all about you, Sal, you'll fly. You will. Mm. Oh, I absolutely love that. I'm so glad I asked that question and put you on the spot like that. I was like, spirit. I was like, spirit, come through, come through now. Let me channel this quickly. And I then it's you like, know. No, you're on your own. Love it. So <laughs> thank you so much for this conversation. Thank you so much for joining me. Do you want to share about, because obviously I know all of your amazing programs. I'm in them. I could definitely vouch for how incredible they are. Like, what would you love to share? Where can people find you? Tell us all of the things. So yeah, you can find me on rachelalice.co. Um, I work with masterminds mainly. I believe massively in the power of masterminds. I would actually say they are better than one-to-one. And you can come and chat to me why that is in the in the DMs. Um, and I have um, masterminds. There will be a membership at some point this year as well. But this is where the magic happens in the masterminds. Um, I have masterminds for your first six-figure year, six-figure queen, and then for your multiple six-figure year. Very much leadership in my uh, the top tier mastermind, very much on leadership style questions, uh, where the six figure 
Queen is all about the how-tos and the strategy pieces, the puzzle pieces with my intuitive guidance, of course, and then Sarah in your corner with a mindset. So that is pretty much about me. And I think, Sarah, you've hyped up my program so much throughout this um, journey. I, like, I want to turn it back and say, make sure you keep an eye out for Sarah's incredible work this year as well. Like, you know, this, this woman's incredible. My, she's helped so many of my ladies have incredible shifts within my programs. I wouldn't have been able to do this without her. So I'm going to turn it back on to you, Sarah. <laughs> Thanks, babe. <laughs> Always appreciate it. <laughs> uh, so thank you so much for everyone who has tuned in or watched on, on YouTube. Thank you for, you know, being here, spending time with us. But for now, it's time to tune out the noise in your head and to unleash your full potential. And I will speak to you next time.